Ladies and gentlemen, please take out your penises and piss on your phone because it's time for the rest of the <laughs> Drink your golden tea. Oh, yes. That's right. One more episode in the whole year of McMahon. It turns out we stopped two years early. It turns out we stopped at the least exciting, uh, right before the most exciting part. It was 2020, Dylan. What a time it was. It was COVID. We predicted that Vince McMahon. Oh, yeah. Fucking because that was COVID. We brought along the pandemic. And then Vince McMahon. Oh, fuck. I forgot. The first thing that happens after we stopped is Vince McMahon just going, not not like an actual anti-vaxxer did, where it's like, I don't believe in COVID. He never said that. He just didn't pay attention to it. Yeah. No, it was... I remember this specifically. I watched that WrestleMania. I did a watch along to that WrestleMania on Twitch. And what I couldn't stop thinking about was, wait a minute, they're doing this in front of a crowd. They did it in Florida in front of a massive crowd. It was in, like, I remember watching that in the Super Bowl. And at that moment, like I was in one in three super lockdowns. No, he didn't do, no, the, um, he didn't do WrestleMania in front of a crowd. He did. He did. The second one. Yes. The first one. No, but for, the first one, they never missed a week of, a week of Raw. A, no, no, you're completely correct, but I'm they saying... They never missed a live week of Raw. They never... But to your point, Vince McMahon coming out of COVID in the 20... Because there's sort of... The COVID denial, which it's weird because we don't really talk about this. It's all lumped in. Really changed. In 2020, it was this virus isn't real. And then by... Tw- like, m- as soon as the vaccine rolled out... I don't know what it was like in Canada, but as soon as the vaccine rolled out in, in the States, by March, it was... um the vaccine will kill you and COVID. I'm not actually talking about COVID. We're just talking about the vaccine. It's this weird thing. And Vince McMahon kind of did the alpha capitalist, big man, businessman version of that, which is never we miss a week of work, ignore COVID. And then he heard the word vaccine and he was like, this thing that I don't care about is over. And everyone was like, wait, actually, if we're not careful with that, I said over and then just open shit up. That's what, like, that's the thing that was crazy about Vince was it was like, I only believe in the things in COVID that serve my purposes. Now, this is the other thing that Vince McMahon soon does afterwards is we get the return of him as an on-screen character in segments that don't make any sense or just basically someone being insane on television and then also his voice is changed i have a theory about this so i was wildly speculating in my own head in preparation for this no that's what i like that's the only thing i want to have happen i know that you really have got i've been trying to figure out how i can turn your idea of my idea of just doing a monday morning wrestling reaction show John Hastings becomes the Jim Rome of pro wrestling, just calling John Cena Joan, and then he attacks me. Okay. <laughs> oh, no, you would just say John, you would just keep asking John Cena why he hates America, and oh, then he would attack you. Everyone, if you don't know what I'm talking about, there's a man named Jim Rome who did sports broadcasting in America, and he's the most unnecessarily confrontational man ever. So there's a guy he's named one of a kind, Chris Everett. Or Jim Everett, and then the no. Fe- Jim Everett was the quarterback of the Rams, and then Chris Everett's a tennis player, and he was like, "You you play like a chick out there." I should call yeah. you Chris. No, and he kept going, "Okay, Chris," during an interview, and okay, then Chris, Chris. Just call me that one more time. And he went, "Okay, don't Chris. ever." Which is so funny because you look at that now, and I then it was like, "Why is Jim Rome such a dick?" But now you watch it now, and you're like, "I think Jim Everett's worse." Yeah, Jim Everett. No, no, it's my favorite moment, which is dick versus dick the greatest <laughs> and jim everett did like he did suck yeah so good for him here's the thing with jim rome 76 and a lot of video games in the 90s Ooh, he was never wrong it was just the way he did it like it yeah jim rome said i used for to Buff- listen to jim rome when i first lost weight in high school big man 
I used to listen to Jim Rome all the time and I don't like sports. I just worked at a sports radio station in high school. And yeah, you just really like in your face. De- this is the thing about John. If you ever wonder why John sometimes just offers to fight people is because John was in radio in the like late nineties, early two thousands. I was an intern for Duke and the dandy man, uh, a show. <laughs> the, dandy Dude, the dandy man got fired because he said, Ty Domi hits his wife. And then when the Maple Leafs called the station, they were like, you have to apologize. And his apology was, I'm really sorry. Ty Domi isn't aware that he's a fucking wife beater, bro. There you <laughs> and, go, that's sick. Um, the Duke, it was a, uh, football player on the CFL and definitely had CTE. Here's how I know that is I ran into him, Three weeks after I stopped working for him, and he said, "Who are you?" Um, and uh, yeah, I'm just looking a- up uh, Montreal Sports Radio. It was Ottawa Sports Radio. It was the uh, team. Ottawa. The Ottawa. Uh, my producer was a man named Lee Versage. He had the smallest. There's so many people named fucking Duke in sports radio. Continue. Oh my god! Sorry, John. Mostly people named Duke. And <laughs> Jim Rome show. And the reason why I loved the Jim Rome show more than anything is he was the only guy in sports broadcasting who would be like, I just don't like that guy. Like everyone else, especially when you don't care about sports, but you like radio, which is the, the nerdy situation I felt myself in. He um, like, you just are like, wait, what? Like he was the only one with personality. There was this guy Gord who was the there's <laughs> play-by-play man. And that guy, he ate a half he ate half a tuna salad sandwich every day for lunch, and then would walk over to me and go, "My wife eats the other half because she's fat." Every day, every day, he would make that same joke. That guy was the most boring man ever. And if it ever comes out he's a sex criminal, not only would I deny it, I would go, "Of course, that makes all the sense in the world." Oh yeah, and your boys in uh, England are having their own another sex criminal. That's sick. Oh yeah, the great another naughty nonce. <laughs> I love how many names for pedophiles English people have. What I don't understand is yet, and yet they're always surprised there's another pedophile. You know what I mean? I I'm mean, like, I don't know how they could be at this point. Like it just seems like what you that do not know the story. What, Let me tell it now. British people think that pedof- what British people think consensual sex is is pedophilia. Is what I've learned. <laughs> they're like, you know, is you and a fourteen-year-old you relate to engage in some picture tagging, and then you of course hide them from them, and they discover them. My favorite. So this guy. So I mean, you don't have to know comedy to think this is amazing. This dude's. This dude's explanation about what why it happened was he has OCD. No, 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 no. You're no, 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 no. I'm simplifying it, sir. He said it's because of his ADHD medication, which he overdosed. And what he said was, first of all, yeah, I was found guilty. But I have an explanation. By the way, when you are trying to shoo away a guilty verdict by going, let me explain, you did that shit right there. Second of all, be Vince McMahon. Just be like, show up at work, get caught with child porn, show up at work on Monday, and make everyone else think they're weird for making it a thing. That's what Vince McMahon would do. (laughs) I ran into a writer for the WWE uh, doing clubs here in this country. Mm-hmm. Right after the Vince McMahon stuff, and I asked him, like, is Vince still around? And he's like, Yeah, he comes to the gym every day. And that is such a weird move of just like, Oh, you fucking kicked me out. You well, want to know what my theory is? What I think they saw the Ruth Camel's back is, and I just thought about this is Triple H gave everyone uh, a week off. Oh, I guarantee, I guarantee he, he fucking. Thought, he watched a rerun and he was like, I'm, they're fucking my baby. My baby's being fucked. 
here's my theory, which is he realized that a woman, even though it was his daughter, was in charge of his company, and he had to be physically restrained from going and burning the building down. <laughs> it's insane. Well, then it's obviously his daughter fucking... It's, Let's put, okay, but to go back before we talk about radio and everything else... We have to talk about it, 2020. I think... No, we have to talk about 2021, because we did 2020 in the year of McMahon. We're, we ended with 2020. Sure. So we have to talk about 2021. Because we did... So 2021, I think Vince was aware the investigation was happening the whole time, which is why he put himself back on TV. He really tried to make it... Like, do you know what I'm saying? Like, there was a couple... Like, he really tried to make himself the focus again in okay. that same of like, oh, well, if I'm part of the product, they're not going to boot me out. Because Vince will have had lawyers. He would have called a, a lawyer would have been a, immediately involved and gone. If you did it this way, which clearly you did because they're going to catch you, this is the result. You And so what can you do to fortify yourself against it? That's what I think 2021 was. I think Vince knew this was coming for some fucking time. It's also really interesting in that. So the what we're talking about is Vince. Uh unconsensually uh, did some Vince McMahon Hulk Hogan style harassment in the old office. The oh office yeah, baby. Old Jerry Lawler's house, but with adults. So Jerry would be throwing up. Oh, Larry Lawler. Um, and uh, pay, used a bunch of company money to pay off these women for not talking. And then. Oh, <laughs> you have a sound bar now. That's right. And then he got. Uh, <laughs> I like got, that you've started right? trying it when we quit. Continue. <laughs> it was, one thing has nothing to do with the other, but uh, it is funny. I also find it funny. Uh, like and, I've gone down like I left my uh, u- my USB splitter, so I have to use my onboard microphone. I'm using a um, I'm using a um, like ring light now instead of like a old lighting setup I had. But you're mm-hmm. like got a soundboard and everything. That's hilarious. Uh, Dylan, I'm uh, I'm gonna start my new. I'm gonna become the new Duke of sports. We did radio. leave off. At, we did do 2020. You're right. Yeah, I remember. I remember the year of McMahon was so insane because it was the only constant in one of in one of the most insanely weird years of my life. Is that once a week you and I had to dredge through more intense research from Christopher Hobson, and especially as we got into the 90s, it was a re- like Vince. I want to now go back and be like, when did Vince McMahon start these various? yucky affairs and just fucking because i think he lost his fucking mind like i i think that he was probably an adulterer but i think he got so much power and was like i am now my dad and then he just went fucking nuts because say whatever you want what he's doing now is just will destroy this company there is no yeah he's well this is the other thing where it's like oddly um we always view him as the ultimate capitalist like he'll literally work with like he would have worked with the Nazis, he would have done whatever with, yeah, a, with any true. regime. Even the Nazis a really beneficial deal. They're like, you, we'll pay more for this. Like, I just love you guys so much. <laughs> <laughs> but he's a, he's oddly not a capitalist, or not the ultimate capitalist, really, because he is instead of making money, which is the ultimate goal, being the ultimate capitalist, which he would have just done if he just sat back and let everything just keep rolling on. He's like, no, I'm going to take back over whichever thing will let me be in charge of this is the one that wins and I'm going to fucking kill this if I have to. Yeah. It's well, I don't think, do you think he thinks he's killing it? I think that he is so inside that he only believes he can do it. So it's that weird thing of, I don't think he thinks he's killing it. He's like, I've made the decision. Therefore the decision is the best thing possible. I don't know. It's kind of like if you were to break up with somebody and then you watch them thrive and then you get pissed off that they're thriving. 
That's exactly what. No matter that, how you're doing, like even if you're doing good too, you're like, no, they need fuck that. They, you know. Do you think? Okay, here's like, do you think that Bruce Pritchard being brought back has anything to do with this? I think it does. I think this investigation was coming for a while, and he was rebuilding back his most loyal of soldiers to surround himself with. It's also the John Laurinaitis factor in the whole Vince McMahon thing is still the weirdest thing that his bang buddy. The driver of his band <laughs> yeah. was Johnny Ace. Like, just like. But now everything makes sense, doesn't it? Why is John Laurinaitis there? Oh, he's just Vince's yes man. No, because he. He's just. They all have whole crimes. They're criminal yeah. friends. Yeah, they're, they're accomplices. <laughs> That's true, though. That is true. It's, they are the accomplices. Man, John Laurinaitis, say what you want. That man can be in a tag team. That man is loyal to his partner. <laughs> He's the ultimate tag team wrestler and tag team. Yeah, that's how Vince McMahon selected him. Who is your partner? Uh, Shane Douglas? What do you think of that little? He's, he's okay. <laughs> loyal. So we get through 2020. We are into 2021. Oh, yeah. Vince McMahon, fully I'm, insane. I'm really divorced. Vince McMahon, if he was there, his advice to me would be like, hey, do you have like a million dollars and a bunch of staff you can harass? And I'd be like, I have neither of those things. And he's like, well, I don't know how to help you then. Well, this is the thing about Vince McMahon is his he would never recognize a marriage to begin with because a marriage is a government document and he doesn't like that. Yeah. He he technically uh, considers Linda his, his houseplant. <laughs> and I guarantee Nick Khan is like, so Nick Khan's, I guess, on a five-year deal that started, I think, in 2020. And he's like, when the fuck I guarantee I just Nick, end this? I guarantee Nick Khan looked, was sat like this, slumped down in a long, large-backed office chair, looking out the window at the parking lot in Sanford, Connecticut, watching Stephanie with her weird little box of stuff walking towards her car. And he's just looking out the window and just a single tear rolls down. And then he just hears a fart getting ripped and looks this way. And Vince McMahon's bare ass is right. (laughs) (laughs) But he's done. They're like, what? I don't know. So so they're saying that like Vince is not going to be really in charge of creative. He's totally going to be. Uh, Stephanie left. Guess what also was going to happen? Triple H is leaving. He's not sticking around. To work at okay, well, uh, hey, hun, Dylan, you're married. I'm not the one to analyze this because I am a divorced man. But you're a married man. <laughs> yes. You work. Your your da- your father-in-law is not a super cool Portuguese guy who may or may not blaze in the backyard, but is in fact a megalomaniac from Connecticut. And you work for that man, and not only do you work for him, you literally do the job that he feels he's the best at. And then <laughs> your wife, uh, in this case, uh, is the co-CEO of the company, and she leaves. Do you stick around? Because you're like, I'll tell you who's going to really respect my opinions, this guy. Or do you immediately leave, and then the company doesn't say anything because they're like, we do not want people to know about this. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Also, yes, he gave me a heart attack. Well, I don't think I want to say gave, but like I had a heart attack on his watch and he was like, oh, that sucks. You're fired. Yeah, that sucks that you're a fucking loser. That's what it's, he said. It sucks your bitch heart died. Ha 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 ha. gave out because I guess it's two H's now. Ha 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 That's good stuff. Um, but we should examine a bit more because Vince is, uh, no, obviously we are not crazy people. So we didn't watch three hour Raws during the late McMahon era. I only but- ever 
I always just hit up the reactions to whoever got something fucked up put up in the Thunderdome. Like, no one talks about how the fuck did it take them that long to start policing that? Like, how quickly people were putting up Chris Benoit, like the list of AEW, of like, of things that they had to watch out for in the Thunderdome kept growing week by week. And I was like, guys, you either shut this down or you just understand that this is what you will be doing because welcome to pro wrestling. Yeah. That's so funny. Yeah. You, you're, People, so you don't have to go past an usher with a Chris Benoit sign. You can just have one in your house. Like, what are you guys thinking? There were 50, something like fifty-eight different appearances of Chris Benoit's face on the first, like the first <laughs> statistic. Where you were like, "Wow, that's so many people." That were like, You're "I like, get well, raw rules." Yeah, <laughs> raw's good again. Because, uh, but yeah, well, I remember one of the one of the key parts of the original Raw was fucking getting john wayne bobbitt on tv who is uh oh, who beat the shit out of his wife god yeah that's right his dick cut off yeah but he fucking john wayne he, bobbitt helped val venus recover from having his own dick cut off yeah uh here's my uh here are my co-managers john wayne bobbitt and oj simpson two men who were wronged by women here's the thing that's weird about being a divorced mm-hmm. man is that know this me oj simpson and john wayne bobbitt we all have something in common like they, we could all, I could be like, you guys divorced? And they'd be like, yeah, we handled it pretty good. And I'd be like, no, I don't know if you did. <laughs> <laughs> That's the thing. Yeah. I mean, I guess millennial divorce guys are much less angry than the baby boomer divorce guys. I remember when I was a kid. Because here's what I've realized about baby boomer divorce guys is like, oh, they, they had shit to lose. A, they had shit to lose. And B, like they got married so much younger. Like here's the yeah. thing. They like some people that got divorced. That was their first breakup, and they're fifty, and they don't know what heartbreak. <laughs> yeah. Imagine having a herniated disc, and you've never experienced heartbreak. Like you're fucked. You know what I mean? And this is also the thing. Like it's not a time. Like being single when you were fifty used to be like, well, you just hang out at a bus station until a really sad woman's around. I think or something. You know what I mean? Like there, there was no, there was no Tinder. Like man, yeah, you can't get back into it. Like man is is more make believe than star wars when it's like yeah this divorced woman can just marry a senator like what are you talking about like i know people now that are like divorce well people probably think you're a harlot john sex is a lot more is a lot easier yeah we come have by now like we, we live we do live in a golden era of banging people we have a friend who's really sensitive about his age and i had to point out to them that he literally called me to be like oh, man it's just just getting older every day. And I was like, yesterday you called me to tell me that you had sex with a 25 year old you met in an airport. And he was like, Oh yeah. And I'm like, people in their forties don't like, that's like, that's not something people in their forties did 10 years ago, 10 years ago. <laughs> I was in a nine year olds. They were wearing a fleece, no matter the weather conditions. And they were Dylan. Look at me. Are you looking at me, Dylan? They were sad. Yeah, I like dude. So I went to, um, I, I posted the clip online, but Yo. Bachelor parties now. Very good clip. I love are well. This isn't the whole clip, but like bachelor parties now are like. Remember when we did comedy when we started in comedy? It's like oh, there's a bachelor party, and it was like 75, 25 year olds. They're all wasted and on blow. Rick, Six of them carried in guns, and then now a bachelor party. Like oh yeah, I w- is just all millennials. So it's like well, we I weighed this decision to get married so much that um it's eight people 
we all had a reasonable dinner at a chain restaurant and why did we d- agree to go to this late show we're all desperately wanting sleep yeah the uh, the one the reason why we came to this late show is that the ipa here is keto <laughs> yeah but like oh, oh yes this woman me and this woman have been together for three years but i have been in 25 long-term relationships already i am 36 years old and we are getting married because um i don't know i mean her mom just wants it for some reason so that's why anyway we went to a uh moxie's before this yeah like, and by the way if you're wondering what uh we did for dylan's bachelor party it's me him and will duggan went to a strip club and uh that's on, it. A, on a monday it was a sunday much sadder <laughs> oh yeah it was a sunday and then he said how much should it cost to eat a, a stripper and then we were like well we're uh-huh. leaving <laughs> remembering you were misremembering he was already stood at an atm and he said is yeah, yeah. Three quid too much and then we said we're leaving yeah yeah, yeah. that was good and then, and, then, and then using drunk magic i bicycled and kept pace with a bus from trafalgar from fucking trafalgar square or leicester square all the way to my fucking house in Finsbury Park. And uh, it was the most insane thing I've ever, I have never, that just, no one talks about this. Every once in a while, if you're super fucked up and need to do some exercise, you are a superhero. <laughs> oh yeah, because you don't recognize any of the things your body's telling you, such as my heart is on fire. Yeah, and you also your body, like my body was filled with cheap strip club beer. So it's like, we need to burn this off. Yeah, I just remember. Like, <laughs> yeah, you have so many carbs in you. I remember just taking the Camden Hill and it felt like a waterfall of sweat was coming down my back. Like it felt like I was shitting myself from my shoulders. <laughs> well, we should talk about Vince McMahon's oh! time with Austin Theory because basically, oh God. I as thought far I- as the Chosen One goes, this is the worst build they've ever had to a Chosen One in the history of the WWE. Yeah. Also, it's never good when the guy you're trying to build's name is theoretical. And the, oh yeah, it was Austin Theory, and then it was just Theory. Yeah, just Theory. Uh, and now that Vince McMahon is back in charge, his now name is Austin Fact. <laughs> but like his whole build was like Vince McMahon. Do you even remember screaming that? at him? I thought this was a dream. Like I remember, like because I, I had to. I saw Theory appear on Twitter, and I was like, oh yeah, he was Vince McMahon's son during one of those angles where everyone was like, no. Yes. And they had to redo him. They basically took him off television and were just like, you are still good, but we need to redo this character from the ground up. It was like he was a one-man spirit squad. So Vince was pushing him, but at the same time, completely emasculating him every single week. Imagine being a one-man spirit squad. It was a lot. And he was like winning things. He won, but he was like the the weakest character on the show, but he was getting everything. I don't know how, but I guess that's what Vince thinks a good heel is. You just like cannot win. You're, yeah. you are no threat to anyone, but you're still. Yeah. Vince really portrays heels like someone that had a bunch of stepdads that kicked the shit out of him. It's like, and you're a bad guy and you are no threat to anyone. <laughs> yeah. Well, like, so you're I'd me- say it. MJF is the NWA heel. Like, he's like, I'm a dickhead. And then I can't actually, I'm competitive in these fights, but I can't win them in the end. So, so that makes you hate me. MJF but, is millennial Ric Flair in that yeah. everyone loves him, but no one wants him to be a good guy. He doesn't really actually, he's not a, like, he doesn't have any big wins, but you're just kind of like, yeah, get this guy out of here. This will be fun. Like, that's what it feels like. You know what I mean? Like, you're like, I don't know why he's the champion. Uh, can I just say, 
can we go back to CM Punk being an AEW so I don't feel like I have to keep up with it? Because I don't like it. I feel like I literally missed the one fire. And it feels like because of my personal feelings, I slept on the one good year of this company. It was like if like Austin. That Adam Cole comeback was great. So, All right. I mean, we're on, we're on different wavelengths here. But what I'm saying is Austin Theory is booked like Chris Jericho was when he was the double champ. Where it was like, he <laughs> fell over and then landed and his butt fell and now he has the belt. It was like fucking anyway but after that so that's the worst thing he did and then the second worst thing is of course getting caught for essentially going to regular massage therapists and just demanding sex from them that's what vince mcmahon did wild thing ever running after them if they denied him yeah basically he walked into a pt um and, and they were like, all right, so we need to rebuild the lining around your spinal cord because you're slowly going to start getting herniated discs. Suck because- my fucking dick. <laughs> there it is. That's exactly what it was. Suck my so, fucking dick. Like, also, Vince McMahon really, it's really interesting. I think he thought that everyone died in COVID because I think like, <laughs> it's such a remarkable, like, he's like, everyone's inside, Vince plays. Like, I guarantee throughout Florida, there are reports of just Vince McMahon fairly shitting in the middle of a road because he's just like the world's closed. <laughs> Vince is <dead. laughs> well, what wrestlers are were like the first, which we see a lot of now, but the first internet celebrities, which is if a wrestling fan sees a wrestler completely in awe that they're seeing this hero, and wow. then everyone else sees them and is like, Who the fuck is that? So Vince McMahon is one of the first people where it's like he's in this weird bubble where he's like, yeah, everyone that sees me kisses the ground uh, I walk on. That's not the right thing to say. Anyway, sucks the ground I walk on. There it is. And then he gets outside of his bubble and he just goes to a regular personal trainer and when he's screaming blowjob at them, they're like, get the fuck out of my practice. And he's like, no, that's not how it works. You suck because I say I'm the king. That's such an interesting thing of he literally like he basically he created his own universe because he hated the world, but he kept leaving his own universe to just get milk. And he'd be like, all right, I don't pay for this. I'm the king. And then they're like, you do. This is a Kroger's. You have to pay for it. And he's like, ah, ha, ha. all right, Linda. And he's like, my name is, I'm a <laughs> funny joke. You're a piece of shit. Funny joke, Linda. Funny disguise. Why are you doing in the kitchen? Ironically, I don't think that's where women should be. <laughs> they should be under the deck. Um, just know this Vince McMahon has lived with a, there's another couple that lives in Vince McMahon's house and their job is to take care of Vince and Linda. Vince and Linda have another family that services that. Really? Yeah. How do you know this? I did a lot of YouTubing and it's mentioned in a Jim Cornette experience from maybe six years ago. He was walking around with Vince in Vince's house and he just ran into another couple and he's like, ah, these people live here too, I think. <laughs> and like, he was just like, he's like, it was the weirdest house. Cause it was like, You'd hang out there with Vince. I always think of this. He's like, I would, they would work at Vince's house. And it, Vince always seemed like he didn't feel comfortable in his house. Like the, you'd see him at the office and he'd be like, ah, good. No kids. And then like, he'd be at his house and he'd be like, I don't know. What's this room? And they're like, that's the bathroom. He's like, I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> what people, wait a minute. People do that in there. Ha 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 ha. Oh, I've been drinking it. Just kidding. Ha 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 ha. So Vince Kennedy, Stephen, Austin McMahon. He also has a WrestleMania match against Pat McAfee after Pat McAfee beats Austin Theory. So here's the other thing is. Which is so insane. Austin Theory loses to 
a commentator, and loses then the, the, the commentator court. loses to a man that's a skeleton. Yeah, he loses to a sex criminal who has who's <laughs> yeah he loses to a rapist. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and then that it ironically an NFL player losing to a sex criminal. I mean, beaten by what they are. You know what I mean, baby? Yeah, that's why. Turns out that's why Vince wanted OJ up back all those back days. Like we got the same gimmick, only one of I, us can have this gimmick. Yeah, ha, 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 I didn't get caught. <laughs> but like no. the worst, like ha, not yet. He McMahon, like just this is a senior. He's trying to still move, and he shouldn't. He's seventy-seven. He wants to not die. He's just like a. It's a weekly show where Howard Hughes comes out. Like, that's what wrestling's going to be now. Like, it's almost going to be better than it's ever been <laughs> because of what we get AEW, which is going to be coherent professional wrestling. Even if, like, now you can go back, you can't you not even go back to microanalyzing it. You're just like, oh, okay, they had two people wrestle and one guy won, and there's a bad guy and a good guy. All right, well, this is wrestling. And then the other show is just going to be three hours of Vince McMahon bringing up taxes from the 60s and trying to get the people who overcharged him at restaurants on the show so he can shoot them with a gun. Hello. Welcome to Friday Night Smackdown. And in the main event at Gardner from 1999, who overcharged me for doing my fucking lawn. <laughs> exactly. And, he's in the, and, uh, and uh, oh, wait. We're going to be going to the graves of a bunch of the people that were mean to be in grade two. Ha, ha, ha. They're dead. I'm alive. I win. Ah, hello, my stepdad's family. You're evicted. Um, hello, Mr. McMahon. I'm going to say this again. That family does not live here. You, we're, This is just, you're calling the governor's residence of North Carolina. Get out. Ha, 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 ha. <laughs> oh, so, yeah. And that's the other thing is Austin comes in and stunners McMahon and Austin Theory. And it's like, you can see Austin being like, what the fuck? He just comes in and gets money from Vince McMahon, but he's also doing the Broken Skull sessions at this point. Yeah, Aren't he's there? still doing that. Yeah. yeah, he's still doing that. Like it's just this the two that yeah 2021 is very odd. And then yeah, there's the theory thing. Then he disappears. There's also the Pat McAfee. It, by the way, is just such an odd, weird addition to the uh, sports media and wrestling media landscape. In that basically he just figured out it's like guys if you just are a football player people will and you sort of have crazy opinions people will listen to you again pat mcafee much like jim rome i'm not a sports guy i've listened to pat mcafee show a lot because i am utterly fascinated that guy literally says nothing in so many words <laughs> that is the key all you do is you say things loudly and seemingly have a lot of you know passion and charisma while truly truly saying nothing that's important remember say nothing welcome to the bret hart pickup artist podcast i'm actually able to interview myself because um, i've cheated on so many different women i have attained perfect understanding of all multiverses uh where we will learn what the singularity will be like and then of course fuck the scientist that helped make it happen yeah also there's two of me because i met myself in the multiverse while i was cheating on my wife with me and time would have collapsed in on itself if i we hadn't like sucked each other off in time
it's pretty good to know that you're the best there was, the best there is, and the best there ever will be, and have that confirmed by fucking yourself a bunch of times. And then, have you ever jizzed inside your own asshole and realized that everything is nothing? Because I fucking have, man. So, check this, you piece of shit asshole. Um, And then in April of 2022, uh, it comes crashing down and it hurts inside. Yeah, it really does. Uh, We head into 2022. It's a great WrestleMania. Cody is back, uh, which Vince McMahon probably did not know where he went. He was like, what the fuck is Dusty looking good? And then they're like, that's Cody. And he's like, who the fuck is Cody? (laughs) It is April 2022, and Vince McMahon is caught doing his favorite thing treating women like they are property and they were like you can't do this vince and he was like what are you guys the police and they were like yeah and he was like oh so you talked about this we we had a blow by blow of this basically every week if you listen to the show which if you are listening to this you most certainly do listen to the show but why did you think that vince mcmahon could not come back in control of this company because of him using corporate money i assumed that uh, it, it had been implied and uh, shown that he probably used some company money to pay these women off. It has borne out more and more he may not have. But what is still very interesting is it was a huge amount of misconduct. There was a, a lot of huge amounts of sexual misconduct in the workplace. And so he was pushed out. The SEC came in and federally investigated. I don't know if that investigation has wrapped up. And I don't know if it's been concluded whether or not. Their he- corporate investigation has wrapped up. And one of the things that happened when we when he took over the board again and did this whole takeover is that. The guy that the, did that was gone. Everyone involved in that investigation has now quit. Yeah. So what probably happened is there wasn't enough evidence of him doing that to keep him off of the board, but it satisfied, satisfied the feds enough for them that they took the heat off and Vince came back. I just assumed that they would find more or he would be prevented forever. The thing is, is he possesses so much stock. Jim Cornette kind of hints at this. He'll talk about the stock scam. It's just because the, the American stock market's insane with rules and regulations. But essentially, Vince owns the most amount of stock individually as a person. So he has the most control of that board, meaning he can just put himself on the board, which is essentially what he did. So he took himself away so that the company was not imploded. That investigation wrapped up. They didn't find enough to keep him out of power. And so he essentially came roaring back. I think that Stephanie assumed that her father would do the right thing for the company and not do that. And Stephanie's a fucking idiot. Yes. Well, that was the whole thing was like, don't you want this thing to survive that you built? And it turns out, no, I don't give a shit. Which, honestly, I mean, it's fucked up, but it's his thing to kill. It is his thing to kill. He did it. I, I know that it's now being reported that the Saudi deal is not happening. I don't bet against that. This is what I like, though. Why, how did everyone on Twitter think the Saudis? What what were the sources? Uh, I believe it was uh, wrestling.tv and uh, a um, it was a uh, Twitter handle, Twitter uh, uh, the at the wrestler review. I think broke. The so story. this is also another. So this is my favorite because it's bodyslam.net, and that's not a joke. Bodyslam.net. Not even. Which, which just sounds like porn. Yeah. If anything's going to be porn, it's bodyslam.net. And then the second one was Dave Meltzer and Brian Alvarez teasing it, which really does shine a light on how Dave Meltzer works, where it's, hey, something is 70% true. I'm just going to report it as fact. Yeah. No, it's it's more than likely that they're talking, but the, these things take months and months and months and months. 
But this also just isn't, this is not just a wrestling problem. This is also sports journalism where, like, you listen to all, that's why so many athletes now, particularly in the NBA, do their own podcast because they're like, that didn't happen. You just made that up. Yeah, it's it's that sort of thing of, who is it, the practice guy? Allen Iverson. Allen Iverson. The point of that, which I I think is always missed, is Allen Iverson, he's kind of being dickish, but he's like, you guys are focusing on the, I keep winning games, and you're like, we don't show up for practice. And he's like, who gives a fuck? I'm winning. Yeah, his whole thing is like, yeah, I'm I'm five foot one. I get choke slammed onto a basketball court 17 times a game to get free throws, and you guys are asking me why I don't practice, because I'm in horrible pain because <laughs> yeah, i'm in horrible fucking the whole our whole offensive strategy is give me the ball and then just let me get choke slammed anyway i'm a five foot one man who had his like future briefly curtailed because other people got into a fight at a bowling alley i'm not really mm. in rules bro yeah yeah that's that's a crazy that's a crazy thing and, and another crazy thing is did you know this vince mcmahon if you uh, work in the building you have to have seen his dick and that's a thing even if he doesn't have time he does his schedules too busy to properly sexual harass you he'll just you just there's a company picture of his dick that's in a drawer and it's all like it's all like mushed up and stuff because it's from he's really proud of his dick when he was 50 for some reason so you have to look at this old weird polaroid of his dick yeah for it's 10 weird. seconds so you what's even home with you is it's blown up and it's actually a billboard on the highway, one exit past WWE headquarters, and it just says underneath, we'll see you again. <laughs> but he gets um so basically, and then to summarize the other scandal was him and Laurenitis were bang-a-lang in the same girl. She got a raise, and that woman's life, right? Imagine, like, imagine right there. Like, I hear she was I- into it. It's <laughs> just being aggressively double-teamed by Johnny Ace. And Vince McMahon, and she's like, "Yeah, this is good." I still, I'm gonna say it. I've, I've held my tongue. Where is Bruce Pritchard in all of this? Is Bruce Pritchard sad that he was not involved in the oil rigger esque ask uh, um, uh, sex capades of Laurinaitis and McMahon, or is he just sort of like, "I was offered, and I res- and I love my wife." Well, it is interesting to me that Pritchard and Stephanie have that thing where Pritchard brings a gun to work, and essentially that's why he gets he gets fired because. That is such a weird cross-section of wrestling because it's like, yeah, you bring a gun to work and your dad's, I mean, I don't understand why it's a problem. I'm bringing a gun to work. Your dad's double-teaming a chick six feet away from us. Yeah. Your dad and one of the dynamic dudes are fucking five inches in a woman. I can hear it. Why yeah. is, I, yeah, I have a gun. Why is this weird? Okay, do you want to know why I have a gun? This step- is pro wrestling. This is pedophile. I'm carrying a gun. Because if Everyone I don't, on TV rapes people. I'm carrying. I can't carry a gun around fucking pedophiles. I got news kids. for you. My fucking boss is Vince McMahon, and three times I've woken up and he's in my house, totally naked, smelling my wife's hair. Yeah, he pays me enough not to be upset about it, but he doesn't pay me enough not to have a gun. Because every once in a while, I like to hold it to his temple and just go anytime I want, and then we kiss, Stephanie. <laughs> I can't lip kiss my boss, who is known around Connecticut as Jimmy Savile, minus all the helping of kids. I don't even know who Jimmy <laughs> is, Steph. Jimmy Savile, but honest about it on TV, yeah, pretty yeah, much. Yeah, yeah um, Jimmy Savile, but not like, but so but much. So it's so there. interesting because <laughs> this is this is like this is weirdly the last stand of territory wrestling because it's like. <laughs> You know what I mean, though? <laughs> this is it. I do. 
they tried to get territory wrestling completely out of it and stephanie mcmahon it was like i went to college you can't just have a gun here bruce and he got fired and then and then you know stephanie was like i went to college also i'm a citizen dad maybe don't cheat on mom on tv and he's like that's where i draw the line stephanie you can tell my fat titted friend that he can't carry a gun that is fine but if you're going to horn in on me directly paying for sex using public money technically (laughs) you got another thing coming stephanie let me teach you a little something about business every business is literally just set up so that the ceo can fuck people (laughs) repercussions executive oh cock yeah. That's what it stands for. Yeah, yeah. Why do you think it's called Apple? Because Steve Jobs thought every woman's ass was a juicy, delicious apple. <laughs> yes, and then what was it? I had something else coarse to say, but it leaves me now. <laughs> what was the coarse thing? Say my my lover. <laughs> um this is it. This is territory wrestling. This is the last shred of territory wrestling. Uh oh yeah, that was also like Dana White slaps his wife around and he just comes out and goes, hey, sorry, but my she's a fucking part. bitch. No, you missed my favorite part. First of all, we've been together since we were 12. That was my favorite part where he's like, like nothing sounds more. By the way, that sounded, but Dana White is from Boston. And there's a, I call it the snow scumbag uh, line. And it goes basically like Maine, Massachusetts, upstate New York, and portions of Illinois. You're the same type of scumbag as a Canadian scumbag. I guarantee everyone in a fucking real sports in Toronto when he was like, we've been together when we were 12. Everyone was like, case closed. Uh, yeah, Dana's fine. Like, did you understand? Oh, no, 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 no. No, there was a lot of hay made about, oh, well, she hit him first. And it's so funny watching my brother-in-law do it where it's like watching him and he he is a construction worker so he which is very funny because he was like well she hit him first see i'm watching the video now she hits him first all right and then he hits her oh he hits her oh he hits her good again oh yeah this is not good <laughs> he just, which is so funny because the way everyone but every all the comments don't not go in the comment section of that because it's just i don't know who wants who is just like here's my point that is crazy that you put that and attach your name to it i don't know Here's the thing that no one has brought up, which is he was in, he went to Tijuana or he went to Mexico with his kids and his wife. Why are you guys in a nightclub? Like you're in a, like, it's just so trashy and weird. He's 50. His kids are adults. But he hasn't, no, but I'm just like, why would you go like, like, like I, that didn't look like that guy. He's Vince McMahon. No, he isn't Vince McMahon because he was with his wife. Yeah. Vince, Vince, Vince was outraged at that. And they're like, what, hitting a woman? He's like, no, why are you spending time with his wife? What, is he gay? Is he gay? club with his wife? Why isn't she? This is why the UFC, I can't believe they still are around. This man has sex with his disgusting, ugly wife. Not, I've seen her. She's attractive. But when it's a wife, that's bad. Yeah, man. Brock, Brock, you took orders from someone who is seen with their wife? (laughs) (laughs) Brock. I didn't little know. girl, here's a bunch. I'm paying you in Polly Pockets from now on, little baby girl. Polly Pockets and little dresses, Brock. <laughs> well, this is the other thing that came out was like, can you imagine you work for your dad? The whole time, Brock Lesnar. Never forget when Vince got fucking kicked to the curb, Brock walked out. Wait, wait. But he paid those women, so they're whores. Oh, dude. Let's not talk about Brock Lesnar and like what? <laughs> like, what the fuck, Brock? <laughs> Brock Lesnar lives in Canada not because 
of anything. Like he pays more taxes just because Canada statistically has Less the people. least amount of people around you possible. Like yeah. he pays, he basically bought into socialism, even though I'm sure this man believes that any form of road is dumb. Yeah, this is a guy that you should build the road as you walk upon it. So you work with Paul Heyman. His answer was, "You gotta get the Jew paid." <laughs> yeah, that's part. <laughs> Which, first of all, by the way, he's welcome in rural Canada. There is no one in rural Canada that's going to be like, "Whoa!" Everyone's going to be like, "He said it." What do you call him? Yeah, that's that. That is their religion. <laughs> so, John. Yeah. Um. So how the scandal goes basically is, Vince. And this is another thing is it's so unbelievable. Like the, the, the documentary about that's going to like talk about all these things in 10 years is once Vince's maybe dead is going to be insane. But Vince McMahon, public scandal. First thing he does is come out and just say, then now together forever. And oh, just basically it. smirk at the camera being like, none you bitches can fuck with me. And then he does retire. I want to know who gave him the advice to retire. Just he, one Friday, late one Friday, I'm done. Fuck lawyers. this. Lawyers. Lawyers came in and went. Doesn't it's, tell. Here's the, th- here's the thing. This says a lot. The story about Stephanie and Triple H, how they got the news was they were driving up to their, like, cottage. So she, he didn't tell his own family he was retiring. Yeah, they don't live. So Stephanie and Triple H, their, like, actual home is in New Hampshire. It's not in Connecticut. And they, like, have... Sean Walton described it on a podcast where he said he was sober, but it's, he sounded wine drunk. And he's just like, I don't know why Paul leaves his house. He owns a lake. So they like they, they have so much money. They own a lake in New Hampshire, which is, I think, where they were going. And then they get a call where it's like, um, yeah, your, your dad, as it turns out, is history's greatest monster. You may want to turn the car around. But she knew like, this is there's no way she doesn't know this. It's like this guy there is, is no- like also he's being a fucking cunt to her mom. Yeah, and but what's even like, crazier, yeah, is that clearly she is her dad's son, and it was like my enemy is out of the way, and now I am the CEO. <laughs> it's so crazy how close to actual succession it is. If you wanted to cast it this way, it's stupid succession. I also say this, and I keep saying it. How much do you do you think that in Vince's head a little bit? He's like, they've got Tony Khan, we've got Nick Khan. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. He he clearly trusts Nick Khan because Nick Khan is like, you're a Hollywood agent? That's good. Now you can make us win the Oscar for best movie. Everything's a movie. We make movies. Are you Shane? Uh, no. I love you. <laughs> <laughs> Where so, is Shane? By the way, this is the thing that also needs to be pointed out. Is I like Shane McMahon has... He, like, he Shane? Fucked off. <laughs> Shane, when he was like, let's buy the UFC, dad. He They didn't. Shane... Watch that thing succeed, lit up a joint, and stopped caring. Yeah. Yeah, he was like, I guarantee his wife, like, in that way that, he, and this is very specific. You Actually, have to... he didn't because Shane was kicked, was was fired at the Royal Rumble because he was, like, trying to book the match or something. So he is still. What it was? Yeah. He was, like, kept, he kept on aggressively, like, no, we need to do this, this, and this. And then Vince was like, get the fuck out of here. Because apparently what it is, and this has been said by... Uh, this is apparently. This is also reported by wrestling journalists like Bodyslam.net. Exactly. This this one comes in from Clothesline. Uh, Pissages. Duchess.XXX. Um, why we never got rep- WrestleReview.XXX. And it's a trick that was absolutely missed. Um, 
is apparently like Shane is a McMahon and also Shane's kind of problem is he's been right a bunch of times and no one has listened to him. So it's kind of that thing of like, if you ask Shane's opinion, you're getting it, but you better be prepared to take it because he's not taking no for an answer anymore because he literally was like, Hey dad, do you want to be a many times billionaire? And Vince was like, yes. And he was like, here's how you do it really easily. And he was like, don't like that idea. Cause you have to always remember Shane's my idea. You said a bunch of words that aren't me. That's Kevin. not my voice. You're fired. You can't right. fire. I'm 11. Yeah, you're fired. I'm fired from being my son. Now yes, you're someone else's which is my son. Because um, he said, let's buy ECW. Why don't we just buy ECW? There's no reason not to just buy ECW and have a... And like it's like, there's so many times that like Shane is always like the ally. Because like there's just a bunch of times that Shane was like, do this. And then everyone was like, that's stupid. And then they eventually did it. And he was like, ugh. So he's just a, like, he's one of, like, he's like you and me, Dylan. You know what I mean? When a young comedian's like, why am I bombing? And we're like, let me tell you what you need to do. First things first, you need to open up with a little local. And then you want to transition into material about things everyone can relate to, like a newspaper, news, home, sports, <laughs> and then a story. And then do a thing that was very typical in Canadian stand up comedy for a long time. End with a big song and dance number that sucks. <laughs> oh, yeah. And then now it's, Long story about your balls. You gotta have a long story about your balls. Yeah, that's the, that's the closer, buddy. Long story about fucking getting nut on you or nutting on someone, buddy. Otherwise, what the fuck are these people paying for? My long, my, the story that I'm closing on currently, hitting a pig with a car. Do I nut on the pig? I do now. <laughs> on, in, all over the place. Together. Yeah, then, now, together, fucking a pig forever. <laughs> Vince also, like, I don't know, man. You put yourself in those kids' shoes, though. I don't. For me, the way I was raised, I'd be like, "Hey, can I? T- you know, oh, I thought I was gonna take this over. Uh, well, maybe in a bit. Oh, that means no, I quit. Which is what Shane did. Yeah, Shane, Shane quit. Sold out. Shane bought out. Shane was like, "No, I'm good. Bye, bye." Yeah, you know, China. I'm gonna go give them Netflix. What is that? It means I'm about to get paid a bunch of money by the CCP to give them trade secrets because they think yeah. the WWE. Oh, people think I'm the good guy. Well, you know what? I'm like my dad, full evil. Yeah, it's yeah, like it's one of those things that people are like, if only Shane had been in charge, and then it'd be like, well, then we then Shane would have used all this money to do blow and fight his dad. Like this is not a good group of people. Like when (laughs) yeah, Linda McMahon is like was the small business are under Trump, and let me say this as someone who lives in America, small business is not doing well. Um, And (laughs) (laughs) I want everywhere to be like Gary, Indiana. How about this? How about everywhere is taxed by me and I keep the money? Um, I was in Target the other day and there was a bunch of people buying things with my money. I was what money? Tar- taxes? No, I mean like all money is mine. I get it. Yeah, I was in Target just throwing up yesterday. Um, like It's a bad sign when the guy who's never had a drink but has only ever done HGH, he's the reasonable one. Who's the reasonable one in that family? Oh, that gentleman uh, who, before he goes into the place where he works, you have to sing one of three different songs. Oh, yes. And then they were like, yeah, man, Triple H is the level-headed cool one. Who did he uh, appoint as the director of NXT? Oh, a guy who made a game out of drugging women and fucking them. Oh, okay, cool. Who is who is he? Uh, what was the first big match under his reign? Oh, a guy who did a huge um, crypto scam. Oh, okay, cool. Logan yeah. Paul big crypto scam anyway uh, by the way uh, please everyone go check out the coffee zilla video uh that was done that uh, uncovered that entire scam i've had a herniated disc in my back for the last week and i watched that entire thing and can i say this right now i love the internet again i love it 
I got say what you want about Gen Z. They have made YouTube a banger. Oh, remember Logan Paul? He went to a suicide uh, forest. That's the least of the things he's done. He is a massive financial criminal who also, by the way, tried to threaten the guy by joining his Patreon. I love that story. That story. Please tune in next week for my new show, The Logan Paul Review, where I just talk about, <laughs> talk about Logan Paul. I mean, I that, would, um, that would that would probably I, do really well. So I watched all of his po- in COVID. There was a week where I went deep on Logan Paul and watched all of his podcasts. The podcast where Logan Paul learns about racism might is so stupid it becomes performance art. When I was watching that video, I'm realizing people go through this every day. Oh, it was gorgeous. Oh my God. Dylan, you have been raising a child. You don't even let me put it this way. No one people were shocked that it was such a minimal amount of financial crime. Based on a, like what Jake Paul has gotten up to, Jake Paul has three different FBI files. YouTube him <laughs> taking it to the fucking moon, bro. I mean, moving to uh, yeah, once you make a bunch of money, moving to a place with friendlier extradition laws is not that is not a just influencer thing. That was a I got a lot of money and I do some weird shit with a thing. My favorite anyway. part. There's a yeah. video I think got taken down, but Logan, or Jake Paul set his pool on fire, and then the police show up, and it's just him trying to expl- trying to get the police not to come in because the pool is on fire. <laughs> you know, you're probably gonna get him. Is that where they found all those guns? Uh, I think that is when they found all those guns. Yes. Sweet. Uh, Vinnie Mac, where are we now? Oh yeah, Vince McMahon is the doll. I would love to hear him talk about what he was doing. He will never talk in public again. I don't think. I don't think he's that dumb. I disagree. I disagree. Vince oh, he's going to come out and draw now a three-hour podcast about how much it sucks to live a regular life? I guarantee that Joe Rogan... If Here's the podcast that we need right now, and I just thought of this. Joe Rogan, Vince McMahon. Vince McMahon smokes weed for the first time and talks to Joe Rogan. If, if because First of all, that would be the first time Vince McMahon finds out about the anti-vax movement in COVID. What? I didn't hear. Oh, he'll um, be like, no, that's how you live. Oh. Yeah. Hello, like, Paul. There's certain people where it's like, yeah, you it's, just made a name for what I do. I don't. Yeah, it's just. No, no, no. But yeah, no, Vince, I guarantee Vince McMahon. Because here's the thing is, this isn't over. Vince McMahon, if either if they're no, going to. not over by a long shot. The thing is, by Vince McMahon coming back, what's weird is, A, when the Saudi, it turned out the Saudi public fund had not, was not purchasing the company, the stock dropped even more, first of all. No, it went up. No, it went down. No, I mean, it went up when the, there was rumors of a sale. Exactly. That's a lot. That's what that's what the shield was when Vince was. And, the, the, and then they went down um, when I found out there it's possibly not. But I do genuinely think that a sale is on the off and it's going to be months because they're going to have to do so much due diligence. They are going to have to prove that Vince did not use company money to do that. It's going to affect the sale. Also, Vince's presence in the company is going to affect the sale. Now. Like this is going to be a fascinating little time, my friend. Who gives a shit less about you fucking someone at a company than people who killed a journalist? Oh my god, they would be. This is probably why they want to buy the company. Can't, are the women that you did this, Vince? Are they included in the sale? I guarantee is probably what's is what. Tor- <laughs> well, they don't oh work. my god, yes, the, they, they just don't want to buy this. This is a chance buy. to buy a, in our value, prestige amount of enter- entertainment company with over fifty years experience, who's got a functional mostly a monopoly in the field and put so many women out of work let me let me get this straight you guys have made over a billion dollars and most of that is making women look like dogs how much do you want for this company (laughs) 
But literally what they'll do is, and this is me, my speculation is what they'll do is like just have a WrestleMania in Saudi Arabia. That'll be the whole thing. Oh my God. Yeah, they are going to have it because they're, uh, the rumor is currently that somehow FIFA is going to give the World Cup to Saudi Arabia in 2030. And holy shit, WrestleMania and the World Cup, which fans will be more or less welcome in um, in Saudi Arabia, do you think? Oh, dude. The, I guess this is the that, thing about wrestling fans is, I don't know, do wrestling fans drink as much anymore? They'll just buy a bunch of merch and pops. I think they do. I guess here's the thing is that there's a segment. I was at AEW and people were fucking annihilated at AEW. But that's like, I feel like AEW fans aren't like indie wrestling fans. Or they are like indie wrestling fans. Yeah, Let's get fucking hammered. I don't know who WWE fans are. Like, the guys I hang out with and watch wrestling with wouldn't have cheered Vince McMahon when he came out. But WWE fans did. So I don't know those people. Like, there's, there is those people online who are just WWE a lot of the WWE audiences at this point are just like, we're going to see the wrestling. Like it's kind of returned to that thing of like, mm. it's in I might as well go. Like, I think that they, like a bunch of people, especially that first one when he came out, I don't know how many of those fans were necessarily aware. I'm giving them a lot of benefit of the doubt, but that's what I am feeling in my heart. Okay. That, that is, that is an interesting point. Yeah. They might just not be aware at all of what's happened and they're just there and they see wrestling and whatever. But yes, Vince McMahon has once again wrested control of his own baby. He's back, baby. Um, he had six months. Other things, like he has his birthday party. He's there not with Linda, but with just another woman, which I think is like another kind of shot across the bow at like, why are you doing this when you're... Then there's that amazing photo that was found about two months ago of him just dining in New York that Dylan was obsessed with because of his fucking head. Look at his fuck. But he's... he's... <laughs> The thing about Vince McMahon is he's a crazy man. His So his family, or his mom at least, live well into her 90s. But I feel like Vince is going to pass on soon because he just refuses to live like he's a old man. Like he's in full denial. He <laughs> thinks he's 55 forever. It's like, yeah, I'm slowing down, but I can still fucking do this, this, and this. Like, I'm slowing down, but I still can cheat on my wife a lot with people I work with. Like, let's talk. Like, he's going to try and bench 300 pounds on his 80th birthday, have a heart attack, and it's going to crush his Adam's apple. That's how he's going to die. I guarantee he dies in some sort of, actually, I can do that better than you, Brock, kind of contest. Like, there's no, you're right. But what is more than amazingly interesting is no one could have predicted what will kill the WWE will be Vince McMahon. Like we are living in a world in my mind right now is it's countdown to Tony Khan walking onto WWE television and firing Jeff Jarrett. Once again, like there is no way that Jeff Jarrett. Doesn't <laughs> I like, think would be hear the, me like, out here. This. Jeff Jarrett gets fired. <laughs> hear me out here. I always thought Vince McMahon would kill WWE because of the diminishing interest in it and how like they alienated their core fan base like me and you like me and you are like we do a fucking podcast about wrestling i haven't watched a full episode of raw in fucking years i can tell you when it was the last time i watched a full episode of raw it would have been february of maybe january of 2014 and i was hanging out i was ski at us those ski gigs in france with brendan burns and brendan burns put it on 
the day after was like, do you want to watch all of Raw last night? And I was like, holy fuck, I haven't watched an, an entire Raw in so long. Let's do it. Very fun. Yeah, I, I was one where like Austin came back. I think it was like a 20th or 25th anniversary is the last oh one God. I watched. The one I, I could tell you the one I watched, which is you, me, Alex Wood, Adrian Kronk. We all watched the. Yes, that was probably the last one. That was the Raw, the, the Raw home, the incredibly disappointing. Very Raw. bad. 25th or 30th anniversary yeah and then yes and dx dx beat someone no it wasn't 30th because 30th would be um that'll be 94 that'll be coming up in a year jesus that's yeah. when vince kills rita shatterton live on air <laughs> yeah that's the one yeah that's the um yeah the third the raw 30th anniversary is him slowly cutting bruce pritchard's head off and then fucking the wound on us but this is literally like vince mcmahon in real life has done what he did in 1999 storylines where it's like you come out lawsuit 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 everyone's suing everybody there's just no wrestling like it's it's crazy i thought it would just peter out because vince mcmahon what i really thought would happen which was what was currently happening which was vince mcmahon would leave for some reason i thought it would be age i didn't think that any of these allegations would actually stick not that they're not reputable allegations is just i don't think unless there's tape of vince mcmahon doing a crime and he actually physically has to go to jail he will ever stop running this company completely you're 100 percent correct unless he has to go to jail there's no way he can stop running this company and i didn't think it would be that interesting just like all things in life i didn't think it'd be that theatrical i just thought it would just kind of peter out and then someone would buy it and you know triple h would run it and it'd be like marvel or marvel movies or whatever until Disney bought it and then Disney was like let's get all the fucking nerds we can to make the best possible things and really you know give this thing life again which is what they did you're slightly incorrect on the timeline but you are in a macro sense very correct and that is probably what should have happened and is eventually going to happen I in that a big company will come in the only distinction is Disney Marvel had put them on the path and then Disney was like oh we'll just take that thank you and here's all your money go away WWE is going to be a version of that. I think it's going to be Disney or Comcast um, or Discovery or uh, Warner, Time Warner Discovery, whatever that conglomerate is called. I think one of those three is buying this. I think one of those three is buying it. I think it's going to become Marvel is the exact correct allegory. It's going to become a thing for kids and AEW will be wrestling fans. Because it's to me, it's it's so close to comic books because people are just ready and have positive feelings towards this thing it'd be so easy to monetize it like just po- people have generally positive feelings towards professional wrestling it's just like superman isn't a real guy who fucks somebody's wife and then said racist stuff <laughs> but that's the problem with wrestling is that hulk hogan's a real guy and he's got opinions on who can date his daughter yeah and he would like to discuss those live on air on Monday Night Raw. So and that's why I think, okay, so my official prediction, which will, I guess will never be whatever, like unless it happens somehow in the next month, um, my official prediction is the Saudi government buying this because the world is bad and wrestling is meant for only perverts and murderers. And your official prediction is a publicly traded company. Let me explain why. They will not be able to keep the roster intact the way that they are for me why people will walk out sammy Zayn has already openly been like i'm a syrian i am not working for saudi arabia 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sami Zayn's gone, but whatever. Sami Zayn will go. Kevin Owens will go. I feel like you might lose the bloodline. Like, here's the thing is, WWE will not lose. Roman Reigns has, like, been on every Saudi card. You will not lose any, like, I think it's like Sammy and Kevin. A lot of people will be like, I'm going to leave. And then they'll be like, wait a minute. It's also the, they it's already also, own Newcastle yeah. and that Live Golf thing. And from everything I've. But we were talking about yeah. the other thing is, is they don't have. Live Golf doesn't have TV. Newcastle does, but that's Premiership football. You're not going to. Yeah. They, they can't push that off. I don't see. Comp- there, there's not a lot of TV stations that are going to go, okay, we'll directly get yeah, in bed you with. You have them. to be the first person to give Live Golf television. You're not like USA Network where we'll just keep WWE on. I agree, but we don't know what the press pressure is going to be because it's also a really good story. We also don't know what the American government in terms of trade relations with Saudi Arabia is going to be. Currently, it's fine, but the Ameri- like, it's a much bigger question, Saudi Arabia buying that company, than a media conglomerate. And also, Vince McMahon is going to have to sell at a certain point because there's going to be, I, if not, it's already happening. If Stephanie still has shares, she does have a right of recall to boot him out. And also there's something called fiduciary duty. If they can prove that Vince McMahon is not acting in the best interest of the stockholders, even though he is the majority stockholder, they can undo any deal. So it's again, I was wrong that he was going to come back. I will totally own that. But I don't know if he'll be able to pull off a Saudi deal. But that said, if they're like, we'll if they do what Elon Musk did and they're just like, we'll pay you more than what the stock price is, then that negates the fiduciary duty issue and Saudi Arabia here we go. So it's been said that like, and these are just numbers thrown around by other podcasts. So Body's like, like this, uh, no WrestleNomics. Saudi government has like something like the Saudi fund has like $280 billion on and WWE would cost roughly six. So like they could just buy it cash and Shit. then they fucking own it. What the fuck will Vince McMahon the, do? The owning, the, so like all the companies that could buy it cash are literally the Saudi government and Amazon Prime. Those are the two things that could buy this cash. And then the other ones, it would be they buy a portion of it and then slowly take it over over a, a case of a few years as Vince loses power is the other way of doing they it. They would buy it and have to take on loans. Yeah. Rather than just being like, I have $280. Yeah, I'll buy this coffee for six bucks. Yeah, no, I understand. But again, I, I just I don't see Saudi Arabia ending up with it. But I've been wrong, and I'll be wrong again. I do, because I believe more than anything in the worst possible thing happening. You absolutely do. Vincent Command comes back, and he runs it, and set the Saudi government gets it, runs it private. Vince runs it for a bit. He, but here's the thing. Here's the, here's the real juice, John. Go, baby. He runs it. The Saudis see the numbers going down, and then they're like, you're fired. All right. You are 100% right on that Like, actually, but he'll have something where, like, he'll have some contract thing where it's like, oh, you can't. They couldn't right away. But Remember, also, remember this. One of the Saudi shows, the Saudis were like, well, fine. Your guys aren't flying home then. And Vince is like, I don't give a shit. I'll do a TV with them all on the plane. Yeah, because he, he said, where's my money for these last two events? And they were like, we'll get it to you. And he was like, get it to me now. And then they, like, as a message, held his people on the plane. And he was just like, I don't care. NXT comes to SmackDown. Go fuck yourself. I've set this whole thing up so that wrestlers don't matter anymore. Yeah. Like, I've, I, I don't care. Do you understand? I'm. This is the WWE. Pick one. Pick one. He's the champ. 
pick yeah, one. Pick like, one you want. Which is like guess what? Guess what? MBS pick one and guaranteed. By the way, for no reason, about thirty percent of the fans will chant, "You deserve it," even if we put the belt on Earl Hebner. I guess in closing, what we should say is closing. Um, with something we didn't talk about was he did that interview on Pat McAfee's show, and Pat McAfee did an amazing job of basically making Vince McMahon seem like a coherent human being. Yeah, what is very interesting is it it is learned that Vince McMahon is the most comfortable when someone is literal is metaphorically milking his prostate. Like I enjoy the Pat oh, McAfee. Yeah. But Pat McAfee, if he likes you, like Aaron Rodgers' biggest gift in this life is that the discovery that he was unvaccinated and was violating all manner of however you feel about the vaccination issue. The issue with Aaron Rodgers is he continually and constantly lied to a group of people he was supposed to be the leader of. So that it, when it comes like, well, what did he do? it's like, well, his entire job is he, these people need to rely on him to be an absolute pillar of trust. And he's walking around going, I'm inoculated. And thank God he revealed that on Pat McAfee's show because Pat McAfee loves the NFL so much. He was just like, well, Aaron is good at winning Super Bowls. And how I decide if you're a good person is if you have a Super Bowl, you could fucking kill my mom and I don't give a shit. And Vince McMahon got that same treatment of like, ah, Vince, it's weird that our uh, bathroom smells like bleach and all the female staffers are crying, but you seem fun. (laughs) So, Vince, do you have any fun plans for how you're going to – anyway. Kill my fucking family. Do so you this week, we'll everyone, do Stan Hansen next week, I guess. We'll do Stan Hansen next week. Do you think that Vince McMahon sometimes thinks about Chris Benoit and he went, he was right to do what he did? I never thought he was. He had it, but that he does have the, he's a champion. If he had been, if he had the eye of the tiger like that, I would have invited him over for Thanksgiving and he could have fucking killed Jane. <laughs> what I is Linda doing right now? I pay a lot of money. To, I just, I want a Linda update. Linda? I think she's laughing. I think Linda. I I think Linda's got a very nice house in Greenwich, Connecticut. Maybe she's heading down to Pizza Factory. A we so they do a sweet sauce at the Pizza Factory in Greenwich, Connecticut. Dylan, you ever have a sweet pizza sauce? I think that she has about? a uh, a maid that looks like Vince did when he was younger, and she just fucking full punches him in the face as hard as she can. Sure. At least I think that also because here's the thing to remember: is because they are married. Like, yeah, like Linda's getting. All uh, all this cash. Like if when Vince dies, like Linda is ha 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 the, the North Carolina Bell wins. Who who actually I don't know. Anyway, that's she that's, usually uh, stands to benefit and the reason why he probably has, they've not moved for divorces, it would be so incredibly complicated because of the ownership structure of that company going back and forth a million times. He's probably smart enough to just go, I'll give her whatever money she wants because she probably could actually take the country company from him pretty easily. Yeah, it'd be like, I guess, when Donald Sterling, Donald Sterling lost the Clippers, was that lady, his wife got him um, declared basically incompetent. And she could take it and then she sold it to what's-his-face? Yeah, and she stole it to Steve Ballmer. Still goes to the games. That's my favorite part about that lady. She still shows up at the games. Oh, yeah, because she has the private box. She has the private box. That was part and, of the, yeah, that was part she of the just, She's known around Beverly Hills. I can't remember what her license plate is, but she's like one of those, like she's like a local LA noted person. And she's got like a, like a golden Range Rover or something insane. I used to see like insanely fancy cars in Koreatown. Cause here's the thing with the Sterling real estate empire. Is it these, these like nice looking buildings on the external with these beautiful flags. And then you walk in them and the, the, the units stink. Um, and, but you'd see these nice cars and that's her. Cause she still runs that business. 
crazy old lady. But yeah, Linda McMahon, <laughs> moving forward, we'll do Stan Hansen next week. Linda McMahon, we have not heard the last from her in this saga. It'll be very interesting. That's another X Factor, Linda McMahon. And uh, honestly, there's nothing even close to as interesting as what is happening on television than this. Like, there's, sorry, there's nothing even approaching as, as interesting as this Vince McMahon WWE sale, selling, not selling, power play saga. And then on TV, all you're going to see is like. <clears throat> The bloodline doing like wrestling stuff. Yeah, do they? Re- do you think we're gonna like get very the- good wrestling stuff, but just wrestling? Like you just doing wrestling. Of this, pardon me. I think we're getting any acknowledgement of this on television. I have no idea. Good. I have no. I. I don't know what to expect. I mean, if Vince takes creative control, which I assume he will, that's the interesting. <laughs> that'll be the fun thing. But when this podcast ends, like on the exact day, um which as of this recording is a month from now, Vince will have creative control and then it'll get crazy. Like it'll get crazy as soon as it ends. And we'll yeah, just- you're listening to this. And by this point, triple H will have resigned when we recorded this triple H is still working in the company. So this is in one month from now. So I'm predicting. So we're saying, by the well, end no, we're of- not, we're not throwing this up a month from now. I'm just saying we're throwing this up on Sunday, but like, oh, okay. Like, uh, as this is recorded on the 12th by like, I would say triple H is resigned by like the next episode we have. So like, the twenty second. I'm saying February first. Okay. Dylan, I will bet you his wife just resigned. Like his wife and the daughter. Here's, but here's why. It's I completely agree. He's resigning. He's not he stopped working with the company the minute Stephanie left. Is that Vince is like stage it, stagger it so it doesn't look that bad. And weirdly I guarantee they're like, Well, we have to be loyal, I guess. <laughs> All right. Well, I love you. I love you. love you. Thank you very much for listening and enjoy the rest of your day everybody everyone don't be vince mcmahon be shane Mm -hmm.